the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Media. Good morning, you're listening to Wake Up. On this beautiful Friday morning, you are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with David Dawson and Damian Colado. Hey guys, happy Friday. It is the weekend. Happy Friday. Yes, it's upon us. Yay! And we we got (laughs) nice weather. Of course. There you go. Yes, October's the best month of the year. I keep telling you all that. It sure is. It's pretty dry, but it's nice. Hey, but it's beautiful, and the weather's great, and we need to be thankful for that. We uh, also need to be reminded uh, today, Pope Francis is asking everyone to pray, fast, and do penance uh, for peace throughout the world, especially in the Middle East at this time, Mm -hmm. and of course Ukraine and Russia. Mm -hmm. That war needs to come to an end as well. So uh, let's let's keep that in mind as we go throughout our day. Uh, In fact, in Rome, uh, they're doing the vigil at 6 o'clock their time, which will be 11 o'clock our oh, time okay. in the morning this right. morning. So that'll be on EWTN as well All if right. you want to watch that live. Um, kind of pray along with them. Yes. Yes. And today's also the feast day of Blessed Bartholomew of Vincenza. So we'll offer up a prayer in his behalf in the name mm-hmm. of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed Bartholomew, despite many oppositions and obstacles in your life, you remain faithful to God and your ministry to his people. Like you today, we face a multitude of daily challenges to our faith and our lives. Help us to remain steadfast in our love of God and serve as an inspiration even in the darkest moments of our lives. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We will learn more about our saying the day later on in today's show, but we have some events in our listening area we will give you details about. That is coming up at 10 after. In 18 minutes, Gary Zimak joins us. He is a Catholic speaker and author and founder of followingthetruth.com. Today he is talking about with God, all things are possible. So I feel like that kind of piggybacks off of Dave Jr.'s segment yesterday with trusting in God, God provides. Well, today, Gary's going to continue that little theme, maybe something we all need to hear today. And in 35 minutes, Cassie Thomas joins us. She's the director of the Abide Women's Conference, and she's going to be talking about this upcoming event. Now, it's not happening until February of 2024, but they're having such traction with the tickets. She wants to tell us about it a little bit early. So... uh, Yes, yeah. stay tuned for this wonderful uh, conference happening over in the Lafayette area. 
And in 48 minutes, Terry Dixon joins us. He's a director of communications in the Diocese of Biloxi and editor of the Gulf Pine Catholic newspaper. He'll be updating us on what you'll be finding in this week's issue. So looking forward to these wonderful guests, Damian. Looking forward to your weather report. What do you have for us? Well, another warm day and partly cloudy skies in the forecast. It'll be that way today through the weekend. Uh, High's going to be 88, low 68, little or no chance of rain in the forecast. Good time to get outdoors with family, friends, attend many of the fairs and festivals and football games in your area. Cool front is coming, so get ready for that. That'll be on Tuesday. It actually should arrive late Monday night. Uh, Temperatures are going to drop by 20 to 30 degrees. That's right. High Mm -hmm. Tuesday, in fact, 60 degrees. Oh, come on. And the low is going to be somewhere around 42. Wow. So uh, that's coming. Here it comes. Yeah, old man winter's trying to sneak in the back door of fall. But in the meantime, let's get out there and enjoy the weather. Temperatures in and around the area. Covington at 60. 68, home of Thibodeau, 74, Biloxi at 69, in New Orleans, 73, and in Baton Rouge, 71. The gospel is coming your way next here on Wake Up. Today's gospel is taken from Luke chapter 12. Jesus said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you say immediately that it is going to rain, and so it does. And when you notice that the wind is blowing from the south, you say that it is going to be hot, and so it is. You hypocrites! You know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. Why do you not know how to interpret the present time? Why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? If you are to go with your opponent before a magistrate, make an effort to settle the matter on the way. Otherwise, your opponent will turn you over to the judge, and the judge hand you over to the constable, and the constable throw you into prison. I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. We've heard the gospel, and now we reflect. Jesus' listeners knew how to read the physical signs that allowed them to forecast the weather. They were familiar with the prophetic signs that announced the arrival of the Messiah namely Jesus' authoritative teaching and his miracles. Indeed, everything about Jesus spoke of his extraordinary holiness and the truth of his messages. Yet, most of them did not draw the logical conclusion. Why? Their refusal to repent, their lack of goodwill, and an upright intention clouded their eyes to the light of the gospel and blocked the grace of God from taking hold in their hearts. The same kind of hardness of heart that leads to spiritual blindness and death is very widespread in our own country today. Pride, our distorted sensual appetites, and our lust to acquire possessions are the root causes that is leading our society into an escalating culture of death. It's easy to focus on the bloodlust that has broken out in the Middle East while ignoring our own profound ills. In one of our largest Midwestern cities, there was more than five murders each day last year. Government waste is at unprecedented levels. The staggering mound of national debt threatens our entire economic system. 
and fewer of our children are being raised in the security of two-parent families. And tragically, millions of our babies are murdered, a genocide that is fundled and fueled by the federal government. In the face of this tidal wave of evil, there's a tendency to feel helpless. It is easy to fall into the trap of thinking, oh, what can I do? The correct answer is, we can do a lot. If we follow the cure given us by the Holy Spirit in the book of Chronicles, what is that? Well, it's a four-step program we can all do. If my people who are called by my name will, one, humble themselves, two, and pray, three, seek my face, that is, long for God, and four, turn from their evil ways, then listen to the promise. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Have a wonderful day. This is Jimmy Sagers. Thank you, James. Thank you, Father Chris. And thank you all for tuning in to Wake Up and watching us on WLAE in New Orleans, also on Catholic Life TV in Baton Rouge. We're everywhere, and we appreciate the fact that you tune in each and every morning. Uh, we have some events we want to share with you, in particular a few uh, maybe uh, for this weekend. If you're an alum of Notre Dame Seminary in New Orleans, they're inviting all alum to attend Alumni Day Monday, November 6th. The evening will begin with a business meeting at 4 o'clock. That's going to be followed by a mass at 5 o'clock. And then, of course, a reception and dinner follows that. You get to hang out with your former classmates, catch up on what's been going on. They want you to spread the word, so uh, get the word out there. If you want uh, more info, go to NDS. Dot edu. That's nds.edu, Notre Dame Seminary. All right. Mm. Next weekend, Born to Run in Baton Rouge is going to be November 4th at beginning at Town Square on North Boulevard in downtown Baton Rouge. I hear they got a killer DJ. Um, there will there be a 5K and a half mile run, and all proceeds are going to benefit the Women's New Life Clinic. So see, get uh, more details at ccmedia.live. The DJ is Jeff Blackwell, that's by the way. That's the killer right? DJ. Yes. That's right. Okay, DJ. so that's why you should go. DJ. <laughs> there DJ. he is. There he is. He's going. <laughs> Sneak peek. See there? Guys. See there? <laughs> going back in time. DJ okay, Jeff. let's t- <laughs> Well, let's talk about another event happening on November the 7th at the Cynical on the Lake in Metairie. Today, women face new challenges amidst the busyness of life and the struggle to authentically hear God's voice. The Cynical on the Lake invites you to a day of prayer that will help you to listen to God with hearts that are open and be filled with grace. Each talk is from 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. with Mass at noon, and there is a $30 registration, which includes coffee, muffins, and a boxed lunch. And on November 7th, Sister Mary Martha Moss will be giving the talk, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. So definitely tune in. Okay, St. Catherine of Siena may want to head over there this evening. They have their trunk or treat event from 6.30 until 8.30 tonight. It's sponsored by the St. Catherine of Siena Co-op and Men's Club. Uh, It's going to be in the schoolyard, and there's going to be complimentary food, drink, and music. Should be a lot of fun for the family. Uh, For more information, just go to ccmedia.live. Trunk or treat? Trunk or treat. Yeah, it's it's the spinoff of instead of trick or 
trick-or-treat? Yeah. Yeah. You you open up your trunk and you decorate <laughs> oh, your trunk it. And, your, okay. and that's where all you your decorate. candy and goods are. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Oh, cool. That's a good oh, no. time. <laughs> Dave. That's what they do you now. You need to go. Yeah, I do. You need to go and... and that's right. <laughs> but, I drive, but I drive a truck. I mean, can I do truck or treat? You can I mean, do, you can okay. do, yeah, for you, you do the truck or treat. Yeah. Just do they have inflatables? Uh, I don't know about the inflatables. Sometimes. Okay. They didn't tell okay. me about that. <laughs> a free concert. Jeez. Free concert. Oh, I love that. Featuring Lorraine Hess will take place at Dominican High School Tuesday, November the 7th at 7 p.m. Lorraine will be uh, singing songs from her latest CD released entitled Veritas. So for more information, go to LorraineHess.com or ccmedia.live. Yes, tonight starts at Immaculate Conception Parish in Denham Springs, their fall festival. It's at the parish at Immaculate Conception over in Denham Springs. Today it starts at 6 p.m. and runs through 10 p.m. Go to ccmedia.live for a complete time. There's going to be rides, live entertainment, a car show, food, craft show, bingo, auctions. The list goes on and on. Just a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's good things for the kids. Love it this time of year. It's fun. All right. Don't go too far. It's already 15 after the hour, and Gary Zimak is coming up. He's going to share with us some great insight, especially if you have anxiety. Wake Up is here. This is Franciscan Media Saint of the Day for October 27th. Today we celebrate Blessed Bartholomew of Vicenza. The man we honor today used his skills as a preacher to challenge the heresies of his time. Bartholomew was born into a noble family around the year 1200 and joined the Dominicans at age 20. Following his ordination, he served in various leadership positions. As a young priest, he founded a military order whose purpose was to keep civil peace in towns throughout Italy. In 1248, Bartholomew was ordained a bishop. Rather than being a tribute to his holiness and leadership skills, this honor was a form of exile instigated by an anti-papal group happy to see him leave for Cyprus. Not many years later, however, he was transferred back to Vicenza. Despite the anti-papal feelings that were still evident, the bishop worked diligently, especially through his preaching, to rebuild his diocese and strengthen the people's loyalty to Rome. During his years in Cyprus, Bartholomew befriended King Louis IX of France, who is said to have given the bishop a relic of Christ's crown of thorns. Bartholomew died in 1271 and was beatified in 1793. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. 18 past the hour, you are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm David Dawson, sitting next to Damian Collada, and we're both talking to Gabby Smith. And right now, we have another dear friend joining us, Gary Zimak. He's a Catholic author and speaker and founder of Following the Truth. And today, we're going to talk about With God, All Things Are Possible. Good morning, Gary. Hey, David. Good morning, brother. This is a very special day for you, I understand. I did see a post on Facebook that was very, <laughs> very moving. Tell us this good yes. news. Uh, David, I'm so blessed to be able to tell you this news and to share with you that on this day, 26 years ago, Eileen, my wife, and I mm-hmm. were privileged to witness a miracle as our daughters, Mary and Elizabeth, were born despite having a 10% chance of being born alive. Wow. So 90% chance, right? 90% wow. chance, according to the doctors, they would not survive. 
Well, here we are 26 years later celebrating their birth. And, you know, I just wanted to come on and let somebody know, because look, yeah. the time Eileen and I were going through this, we were looking for miracle stories. We needed some hope. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to say that I can per- personally attest to the fact that with God, all things are possible. Don't ever give up. Don't ever lose hope. And the final thing I want to say before I turn it over to you <laughs> is just this morning, I have spoken to three miracles, Mary Elizabeth and Jeff Blackwell. And Jeff Blackwell. No, 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 right? <laughs> right? That's They're true. not supposed to be here. Yes. They are here, and yeah. by their existence, right, they're modern-day Lazaruses, if you want to call wow. them that. Yes, the tree, right? that's true. That, that, yep. You're absolutely right. So happy birthday, Mary and Elizabeth. That's happy that's just uh, that is beautiful. Yeah, and and I won't say happy birthday to Jeff, but Jeff's here. So <laughs> hi, Jeff. Second around, just a little bit longer. See, <laughs> see, he's still here. <laughs> you know, Gary, and and really, what what you're saying here, because I'm sure this was fervent prayer. And when you're saying all with God, all things are possible. But boy, what about the power of prayer, huh? Oh, my gosh, yeah. We prayed nonstop. And, David, when when we were going through it, I didn't know how this was going to turn out. And I got to a point, Eileen and I got to a point where we said, Lord, your will be done. If you want them to live, that's great. We beg you to let them live. But I didn't know for sure what would happen. It wasn't looking good. Wow. And I think that I I don't want to let this day pass without acknowledging this. I come on every month to try to bring hope to our listeners. And and today I've got a personal story to let you know that, you know, with God, all things are possible. Don't ever give up. Don't ever stop praying. Just trust that he does know mm-hmm. best. He's got perfect timing. And you know what? I need to hear this today, too. Yeah. And I need to remember, because I forget all the time. I, you know, and then you have then you have these reminders all around your household, household of what we live for mm-hmm. and what we are grateful for, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and we need these reminders. We need sometimes to to take a look and, and see that, you know, we're all, look, many times we look for a sign. Yeah. We say, Lord, just give me a sign. Just mm-hmm. let me know this is going to work out. Or let me know. But here we have these signs all around us. And sometimes we, and I include myself in this, we tend to overlook these sure, signs. Sure, sure, we take them but for God granted. God can do the miraculous. Yeah. You know, he can do them. So mm-hmm. don't give up. Tomorrow could be the day you get your breakthrough. We just never know. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is incredible. Now, Gary, you uh, you you have following the truth. You're going around. You're giving you're giving um, uh, uh, lectures. Uh, you're doing missions, and in fact, yeah. uh, for Lent, how is that coming along? I I know it's not even Advent yet, but you're already talking yeah. about uh, giving up worry for Lent. And from what I hear, you're already booking up, huh? I am. I am. You know, it's it's. Um, I'm blessed that I primarily. I mean, I speak all the year long, but primarily during Lent, I give these give up, worry for Lent parishes missions. I still have one opening left. And just for the record, I was supposed to be coming back to Louisiana, but that got canceled. So I have an opening. Okay. If anybody's listening, and I, I, you know, I need some gumbo. That's right. (laughs) So I would love to come to the back to Louisiana area. Yeah, I miss you guys. Yeah, I love it when you come down here, yeah. and uh, I like feeding you. And all I know is you just it, your message, Gary. And you know what? Some people may be hearing you for the from for the first time today. Right. And really, let's overall talk about what your ministry is and what what you do. You know, you know, basically, what the way I look at it, I lead people to Jesus Christ. They, he he saved my life. 
I want to give people hope. And, and my goal is to make him real to people who might not think he's real mm-hmm. or might not think too much about it. I speak especially to those struggling with anxiety or hopelessness. Mm-hmm. That's my message. That's the, the mission the Lord has given me because I'm one of those people uh-huh. who has always struggled with anxiety, hopelessness, discouragement. But when I keep my eyes focused on the Lord, He keeps me filled with His peace. And and that's all I want to do for as long as I can, to share that message with those who need to hear it. And Gary, Mm -hmm. Damien, good morning to your brother. Good uh, morning, Damien. How do you go about doing that? I mean, I know we only have about three minutes left, but, but can you share with some of our listeners what they can do? Because that's the key. They hear, oh, it's going to be better. Oh, don't worry about yeah, that. Just yeah. trust in God. And they're going like, they're shaking their head going, you don't I, understand. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. share right. with uh, our listeners uh, and, and viewers what, what you're really hitting on there. And, and I'm so glad you said it, Damien, because I, I get so frustrated when I hear well-meaning evangelists say, well, just pray about it. You'll feel better. Yeah. Sometimes you don't feel better. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of mm-hmm. those people who constantly deals with feelings of hopelessness, discouragement. That's how I feel. But through the gift of faith, and I, I believe this, through the gift of faith and the gift of hope, which I received when I was baptized, the Lord keeps me going. And he gives me a strong belief that it's going to work out for the best. That doesn't mean I won't have to suffer. But through that, through that belief... And through a decision, a conscious act of the will on my part to say, you know what, I'm going to believe no matter how I feel, somehow the Lord gives me a sense of peace. And that's what I want to let people know. It doesn't always happen instantaneously, but over time you get a confidence of feeling as you get to know Him, as you speak to Jesus every day, as you receive the sacraments as often as possible. You get a feeling of confidence that, okay, this doesn't make sense to me, but I trust this guy who's in charge. And this somehow is going to work out. And that's essentially my message. Yeah, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that is, that's yeah. amazing. And all I can think of is, uh, Gary, you must be getting busier and busier uh, during these times. Because it seems like uh, the world is getting fuller of uh, anxiety and things uh, that, that folks are worrying about. So uh, uh, I pray for you because uh, you've, got a, you. you've got a big old mission there. So, Gary... Uh, let's talk about, uh, we, we got about one minute left. Uh, any books you want to promote? Uh, do you, are, are you in the middle of one? What's going on there? Well, I have one coming. Thank you. I have one coming out next year for Advent. It's called Finding Peace in Advent. It's sort of a give up worry for Lent yeah, yeah. for Advent, something I, I always wanted to do. Give up worry for Lent's going to be coming up soon, so that the book sales always take off for that one. But the main thing I'd like mm-hmm. to promote today is my daily reflection, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. Okay. Totally free of charge. I send it out every day. That's really uh, gaining a lot of popularity. And if anybody wants to sign up for that, all you need to do is go to followingthetruth.com and submit your email address, and then we'll walk together. There you go. Trying to find some peace. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Gary, thanks for joining us again. Gary Zimak, Catholic author and speaker of Following the Truth. Go out there and get some birthday cake, Gary. (laughs) I sure will. All right. Thank you so much for having me on. God bless you all. Yes, indeed. Thanks, Gabby. God bless. Yes. Well, let's not forget that Elizabeth was also one of our social media interns over the summer and just did an amazing job. And so good to see that she now has gotten a wonderful job uh, doing what she loves to do. So happy birthday to Mary and Elizabeth. Just some two wonderful ladies. They are uh, sweet. They are sweet. I had the opportunity Mm -hmm. to meet them as well. And it's just what a beautiful family that is. So, Damien, we got we got uh, we got. 
a deadline now yes, coming up. Monday, huh? Yeah. Monday is the deadline yes. to get tickets, and we don't have that many tickets left anyway. Well, right. but we want to sell them all if we can. And uh, Catholic Man Night is what Dave's referring to, and that happens to be November eighth. It's going to be a great evening at White Oak Estate and Gardens in Baton Rouge. Two hundred Catholic men getting together with priests, deacons, and just good fellowship. We'll have cigars. We'll have a one of the best meals you'll eat this year. I wow. can assure you of that. Indeed. Prepared by John Foles. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he does not hold back on this. Going to have good drink. And uh, our guest speaker, Mike Fulmer, he is the owner of Berryland Campers. But if you've never heard his story, you definitely want to attend because uh, it's it's very powerful. Yeah, and he, he we've got some faith. great yeah. things going on during the uh, the, the we event as well. Awesome things to auction. Talk about that. Well, we uh, live painting by Jacob Zumo. He will be he is a sacred artist, and uh, he will be doing a painting while the event is going on, and we'll auction that off mm-hmm. before the night is over. And uh, from what I understand, uh, it's going to be one of our saints. Uh, yes, the yes. painting itself. Right. Nice. Uh, we also will have a uh, what I call a very unique, elite, uh, and uh, exclusive hog hunt, where you get in an airboat. You and a friend will be uh, able to go and watch. Uh, how they hunt hogs in the swamps, the bayous of Louisiana and Mississippi, and they do it with knives. They don't use a gun. That is amazing. And uh, uh, But it starts in the morning. You'll stop. You'll have lunch. Yeah. And at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you'll be going home with a lot of pork. With bacon. That's right. Yeah. You know who did that? Father Mitch Bakwa. Oh, well, he went on one of those. He would love to do this. I can assure you. He would love this. And uh, then we also have a a Henry Mm. rifle, a collectible. Beautiful. That's going to be auctioned off as well. So along with a number of other items. So just a great event. And uh, we hope everyone who uh, hasn't signed up yet will do so. You have until Monday, uh, five o'clock to do that. Yes, that's right. Make that decision. Make it now. All right. When we come back, uh, Gabby's going to be talking to Kessie Thomas, the director of Abide Women's Conference that's coming up. It's bottom of the hour on Wake Up. It is 35 past the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Damian Collado and David Dawson. And if you want to learn more about our Catholic Man Night, you can go to ccmedia.live for more information right now and purchase your reservations. I just wanted to throw that QR code on the screen. Thanks to Karen Cotton yeah, uh, for putting that on there. So if you're watching us right now on our stream, you can scan that QR code with your camera app in case you guys wanted to know how to scan QR codes. Um, then you can, uh, it pulls up right to the website and then That's there right. you go, you sign up. So That's thank it. you so much, Karen, for putting that up on the screen. Kessie Thomas now joins us. We're talking about another powerful event. She's the director of the Abide Women's Conference. This is such a big one, you guys, and it's actually happening in February of 2024, but it's so popular that we're talking about it right now. (laughs) Kessie, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Well, let's talk about this conference. It's going to be happening on February 2nd through the 4th in Lafayette of 2024. So give us the details about the Abide Women's Conference. 
So we have about 500 people that were um, letting in this year. This is our third conference. The Lord really spoke to me in my prayer chair and asked me to pull off a uh, women's conference. So I said yes, and then I gave him all the control, and he has taken over and doing it for us. It's a beautiful event. Um, right now we have right under 100 tickets, so yes, it's very popular. Um, so we're asking women not to delay. We have our keynote speakers, Mary Beleski and also Sister Josephine. We're very excited about those two women coming in to speak to us about significance. And our worship leader will be Danielle Noonan uh, with a crew that she's pulled together to lead us in worship um, before the Blessed Sacrament and uh, mass times and different things throughout the conference. And our chaplain is Father Blake Dubrock. He's a local of Lafayette. Great guy. He's here to uh, help us uh, for all of our Catholic needs, all of our um, anything that the church offers us. Um, he will be there for us, along with some other priests, priests for confessions throughout the weekend. But it is at the Double Tree Hotel in Lafayette, Louisiana. The tickets are two ninety five per ticket, and you uh, of course have uh, five talks by national recognized speakers. You have three meals um, on Saturday and a Sunday brunch. Uh, there's a couple of community socials that we offer, beautiful praise and worship led by the worship team. We also have a Pietro fitness class for those who want to wake up early on Saturday morning mm. and get their fitness in. Um, we have um, access to lots of wonderful Catholic vendors and then uh, fellowship with other sisters in Christ. And, of course, whatever the Holy Spirit's going to put in these women's lives for the weekend. Did you say that you have sold 500 tickets or that is your goal? No, we have sold 400, oh. a little over 400 oh. tickets, and we only are selling 500. That is why we're trying to get the word out for people outside of Acadiana. Uh, we only have about 100 tickets left. Wow. That is correct. That is incredible. Yeah. Just a group of 100 is <laughs> yeah. a lot. 400? Wow. That, okay, that's amazing. Why? Okay, yeah. Cassie, tell me, why? What is, what is making it so popular, drawing it in? There's so many conferences out there every year, and it seems like they just keep getting better and better. I think for us, um, this is, for our team, it's a bunch of women who have said yes. And we all have our gifts that we all stay in our lane. There's no drama. And we do the gift that God has given us. And God takes all of our gifts and creates this incredible conference for our local people and beyond. Um, the first year we had 600 women. And then um, the second conference we had 400 women. So it's something for, I know, the women who tell us. One of the number one stories we keep hearing is that the adoration time with Jesus face-to-face uh, yeah. -face instead of the, in front of the Blessed Sacrament is blowing them away. That is the number one story I'm getting from last year's, last time's conference. We do this every two years, um, and so they want more of Jesus face-to-face, -face, and we offer everything that the yeah. Catholic faith offers. So it's just a beautiful place to be for the weekend. That's perfect, and it aligns with the Eucharistic Revival. This is a perfect getaway for moms, just women in general. Uh, there's a lot yeah. that we do throughout the day, like everyone else, but sometimes mm -hmm. a little bit more, especially if we're running around, taking the kids here, there, everywhere, cooking dinner, making sure everything looks great. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of responsibilities we have, Kessie, um, and I think this is a way for us to connect back with our Lord uh, and focus sure. on why we are... Uh, our role in our vocation in life. 
Absolutely. I'm a mother of seven. I'm a wife of a deacon. We're very, very busy. Our life is very full. And so an an event like this, it's kind of a joke in our family. Like, Mom, when are you going to go to Abide? And this is just not what the Lord's calling. He's asking me to serve and and bring it to other women. But it's true. We we wear ourselves out as women, and then we don't take ownership that we really do need to take care of ourselves. We are our own advocate. Mm -hmm. No one knows really what we need. And so we have to lean into the Lord and say, what do I need? And a weekend right here, I mean, Baton Rouge is not far. People can drive, you know, 45 minutes right here in Lafayette, all around Acadiana, outside of Acadiana. It's not far to drive. I myself took a conference in in Virginia in April. I had to fly there. You don't really have to fly. You know, you're right here um, in locally. So just to be able to come and take care of yourself, relax, Mm -hmm. be in front of Jesus, be around a bunch of women to, you know, to laugh and to listen and to worship you can shop. Women like to shop. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's just um, an environment where like-minded women gather, and we just want to grow closer to Jesus. We have the, lit- um, the liturgy of the hours in the morning. We have a rosary, divine mercy, praise and worship. We offer it all in one spot in one weekend. Talk about that time where we get to uh, kind of wind down in the morning, but also a little bit of waking up with that exercise. Why did you want to include that in this conference? For my own personal self, it took me a few years to realize that I needed some exercise in my life to stay strength, you know, strengthen and have perseverance for my children. And I want to be here mm-hmm. when my, you know, I have a current seven year old. I want to be still the active mom when she's a senior. So um, I think exercise is important for women, and we don't often Mm -hmm. take time for ourselves to do it. And so for the moms who want to sleep in because they never get to sleep in, great, they get to. But for the moms who are up at 5 a.m., then they can make a piazza class at 6 a.m. and be, you know, still energized for the day and not seem like they're losing out. That I'm, oh, I'm just having a spiritual weekend. No, you can also have some fitness, too. And piazza fitness is all around our holy church. So it's, it's a combination between uh, our faith and the exercise that us women need um, as we grow older and try to live life with our children. Cassie, can you explain exactly what that is for our listeners who aren't familiar? My understanding, I did it for about a year. I became a member, um, and they take prayers. Like uh, the one I, I leaned into the most was the St. Joseph Novena, and they were doing um, exercises. And I'm not talking about like a stretch I'm talking about like punching, lunging, and it's all the while you're focusing on St. Joseph. The lady who's leading us was, was um, helping me focus on the strength that St. Joseph have, had as being the father um, to Jesus and being the husband to Mary. So the whole time you're exercising, it's, it's almost for me, it was a way of not falling into the sin of vanity, but to be able to focus on prayer and still take care of myself. So it was kind of a double dip for me. I was still praying outside of my regular prayer time, but I was getting exercise at the same time. So that's kind of what they mm-hmm. offer, uh, many different levels of um, prayer time within your exercise, trying to focus your brain Very on what's important. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that before, especially stretches with the rosary. I've heard some women put t- together yeah. some morning stretch groups as well. So uh, very interesting as well. Well, Cassie, we are running out of time. Give us the details one For more sure. time of the Abide Women's Conference and where our listeners can go and sign up. Okay, so the conference is February 2nd through the 4th, 2024. It's going to be at the Double Tree by Hilton Hotel in Lafayette, Louisiana. 
The tickets are $2.95 per ticket, and you can go to our website, abuywomensconference.org, and also you can call the Double Tree to book your hotel, so that way you can make your conference into a retreat. That's our theme this year, have a big conference, but in it with a retreat feeling. And so, again, that's February 2nd through the 4th, 2024 in Lafayette, Louisiana. Great. Kessie Thomas, director of the Abide Women's Conference, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks, Gabby. I appreciate it. All right. I linked the conference website uh, in the comment section for today's Facebook Live video. That's Wake Up Friday. It's the first live video you'll see on our Facebook page right now. Terry Dixon joins us of the Diocese of Biloxi when we return from the break. It is 45 past the hour on Wake Up. Welcome back to Wake Up on this Friday morning. It is 12 minutes before the top of the hour. So glad you could join us. And with us now, our good friend Terry Dixon, Director of Communications in the Diocese of Biloxi. He's also the editor of the Gulf Pine Catholic newspaper there. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, Damien. Good to be with you. Well, good to have you, and good to see that uh, you and uh, some bishops from Mississippi took a little trip to Mexico. Tell Mm. us about it. We did. We went to visit our mission in Saltillo, Mexico, September 20th through the 25th. It was Bishop Kinnaman, Bishop Joseph Kopax of Jackson, Monsignor Michael Flannery, a retired priest of Jackson, who was originally from Ireland and served in the mission, which at the time was Perpetual Socorro, our Lady of Perpetual Help, and that was in the early 70s. And myself and Juliana Skelton, who was a photographer and videographer for the diocese. The occasion was the 25th anniversary of San Miguel Mission in Saltillo. When we started in 1969, Father Patrick Quinn, God rest his soul, was the founding pastor of San uh, Perpetuo Socorro Mission. Well, eventually, in 1997, we started San Miguel Mission. That was after the untimely death of Father Quinn. And the very first priest who served in that mission was Monsignor Michael Thornton, who had served under Father Quinn back in the early 70s. Unfortunately, Father Thornton passed away earlier this year, so he wasn't able to be with us. But I had talked to him before his death, and I knew he was looking forward to going down and being with Mm. people. But we had a a wonderful celebration down there that stretched out over three days. And I know that he was very much in the mind and the hearts of the people um, that he ministered to in Saltillo for so many years. Where exactly is Saltillo? Give us a, a, a location, at least, of a major city near there, if there is one. Okay, so Saltillo is in the capital, it is the capital city of Coahuila, and it's located in the northeastern part of the country between Monterey and Torreon. We flew into Monterey and drove about 90 minutes to Saltillo. Mm -hmm. And the mission itself, uh, how many people are you uh, uh, taking care of and, and administering to there? That's a very good question, and I don't have exact figures on that. But I think there are just over 20 um, rural and um, metropolitan 
churches that are served by the mission. Oh. Some of them are very far flung, and those are the ones that we visited. Um, mm-hmm. Is Catholicism the primary religion in that area? I mean, you, we we know a lot of uh, folks from Mexico are very Catholic in their as far as their faith is concerned. Um, or are there other religions that that are in that area as well? I would think so. I didn't see a lot of Baptist churches or Methodist churches, but I saw a lot of Catholic churches. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm I, I, I'm not the authority on that, but I would <laughs> I would imagine that. Catholicism is the predominant religion in that area. But I, I think it's just great that you, as well as the bishops, go down there and administer uh, and, and, and bring Christ to them, and both you guys representing Christ in yourself, but also in the Eucharist. Uh, that, that's just wonderful. Let's touch on uh, something. I, you have an article, and today's a big day as far as I'm concerned when it comes to the Pope asking us to fast as well as pray for peace. And you have an article in the in this week's uh, Gulf Pine newspaper regarding that. Okay, so yes, this is in response to the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. No, you're right. You're yeah. Exactly. And, and, and Pope, it's breaking out elsewhere now, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's really terrible. And so we need we need prayer more than ever. We need to fast more than ever. So the Holy Father has called on us to set aside today in a very special way to do just that, to pray for the the people who are suffering there, and we certainly do have them at the mm-hmm. forefront of our minds during this very difficult time. Like you say, it's it's spreading beyond where it originally started, so it's just really um, a terrible thing. So we need we need prayer, and we have a story also about a group of Irish pilgrims who were in the Holy Land when the war began, and it kind of tells their story. Um, they were visiting the holy sites. And, um, they were able to continue their visit, but it took on a different meaning as they, you know, hmm. continued their visit during the ongoing attacks. So it became a very powerful moment of prayer for them I bet. as they traveled to each of these holy sites. Yeah. And uh, I always like to give you a couple minutes to talk about some of the key events and uh, that are going to be taking place in the diocese as well as church parishes. So run with the ball there, brother. I've got the ball and I'm running with it. Let me tell you, this weekend, St. <laughs> Augustine Seminary in Bay St. Louis is celebrating its 100th anniversary the seminary, which was founded by this idea of the Divine Word, was founded originally in Greenville, Mississippi, and relocated to Bay St. Louis in 1923, and it was the first seminary in the United States to train black men for the priesthood. It closed down as an active seminary in 1968, but as Gabby knows, there's still a lot going on at St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. They have Mass there at the chapel on a regular basis. They have a a wonderful retreat center, but this weekend is really going to be nice. Of Sunday morning, after a procession from St. Rose to Lima Church to the seminary, there's going to be a big mass outside. Bishop Terry Stein, the Bishop Emeritus of Memphis, who is an SVD, a member of the Society of Divine Word, is going to be the principal celebrant. We're going to have Bishop Kinneman, Archbishop Amen of New Orleans, Archbishop Rohde of Mobile, 
Bishop Guillory, uh, another SVD, who is the Bishop Emeritus of Beaumont, mm. Texas, Goodness. Bishop Duca, Bishop Deschotel, and if I'm leaving out any bishops, wow. I apologize. Wow. And to you. That is that's huge. A lot of it. That's going to be big. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, St. John of the uh, Evangelist Parish in Gulfport, their big fall festival is this weekend. That is this weekend. There will be Hispanic food entertainment. Um, some of the Hispanic food, papooses, tamales, quesadillas, tacos, mm. hamburgers. Keep going, going. Yeah, 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 get me a little, uh, I'm getting festive already, man. I'm pull out my <laughs> sombrero if you're not careful. It's getting scary, right. Terry. Well, yeah. uh, but that's St. St. John, <laughs> the Evangelist Church Parish in Gulfport. Uh, what are the, is it just one day, Terry? October 29th, I think, huh? Yeah. Okay. Hey, um, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and that's located at 2414 17th Street in Gulfport. It's right off Highway 49, close to um, Highway 90. All right. And if you go to St. John's, go to one of the masses on Sunday morning, 8 o'clock, 1030, there is a new mural that's been painted behind the altar by an artist from Poplarville who um, I will be – talking about later in the newspaper i'll interview her next week and um but you'll get a chance to see that mural if you go to st john's on sunday okay i'm looking forward to seeing it that sounds great if they want to get a copy of the paper they can go online and see the digital version for sure where do they go t-boy you can go to biloxidiocese.org that is www.biloxidiocese.org Org. All right. Terry Dixon, Director of Communications for the Diocese of Biloxi. Thanks for being with us this morning. Have a wonderful weekend, my brother. Same to you. Okay. Let's finish with prayer. Finish strong and fast today if you can. Mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. O God, whose nature is always to forgive and show mercy, we humbly implore for your servants, whom you have called to journey to you, And since they hoped and believed in you, grant that they may be led to our true homeland to delight in everlasting joy. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Media.